Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Welcome. Thank you for being here and listening to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. If you are a first-time listener, then welcome. My name's Chandra and I'm your host. And I'm actually interrupting a four-part interview series that I'm doing to just jump in with a hard and fast episode because I've had some conversations and got some news this week that really really made me want to record this episode because today's episode is about exploring that question of when. When is it the right time? When is it time for you to start to make a change? And yes, on this podcast and in the work that I do, I particularly focus on making career change towards doing more meaningful work, but it's always looked at through the lens of wanting you to create a life and work that actually allows you to thrive, to be yourself, to be well and healthy, to feel a sense of financial comfort and freedom that you want. And I guess to use what you do for work, not as just something that's a chore, but as a way for you to create the kind of life that you want to have, to be the kind of person that you want to be, and to, I guess, do what it is that lights you up. Now, this episode is going to be interesting because literally a couple of doors down, they started demolishing a house. So I'm not sure if um, there's going to be noise from that that from time to time might come through, but I am going to just press on. Because we're talking about when and that links to timing, there is a quite famous Chinese proverb, I think it's called, is regarded as, and that is the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. And I love that one. There's actually quite a lot of quotes around trees that are connected with change and, you know, creating results that you want. Because as human beings, I think we can sometimes just want the quick fix, the immediate hit of whatever it is, or to just to get that quick solution, the magic bullet. And unfortunately, in life, that rarely is the way things go. And so I like to remind myself that if I want something to happen in the future, then I've got to be doing something today to be helping make that happen. Now, one of the reasons why I'm doing this episode is because this week I was speaking at a networking event, a small networking event. It was really great that being asked to, to go and speak there. And I had lots of chats with some really great and lovely women who are at a stage of just wanting something more from their work. 
in a lot of those conversations, I could really see and feel that for some of them, well, probably many of them actually, they're a bit torn. They're conflicted with wanting to know all the answers. What's the right next step for me? What's the right path? When's the right time? I don't want to move you know, too soon until I've got all my ducks in a row. And I can see that that is actually, it's just a trap that will keep you stuck until something significant happens generally. And one example of that was the story that I heard of someone that was there who years ago was diagnosed with leukemia and you know, quite a serious type of leukemia. And she somehow actually survived that. And she talked briefly about how she has since then been really focusing on trying to build a a work life and a business based on what is really most important to her. And that draws on her personal experience of how she grew up as a child. I'm hoping I might be able to interview her. So I'll, I'll leave the story at that. But one of the things that came up for me when I was chatting with these people and thinking about the fact that, you know, waiting for the right time and staying much longer than we should uh, in, in a job before making a move and feeling like I really wanted to encourage these people to actually get started soon. And I actually had a, a thing pop into my head where I, I thought it was that inner voice saying, oh, Chandra, you're such a hypocrite. And it's interesting when that inner voice speaks up. Because to a certain extent, I did the same thing with delaying leaving my last job. I wasn't happy for a long time in that job and in that role. But then I finally kind of got burnt out and I used that as a reason for creating change. So then as I reflected that hypocrite kind of assessment of myself, I realized that actually, I even though I stayed quite a long time after I knew that I wasn't happy and I probably wanted to leave, I actually realized on reflection that I had been working towards the change for quite a while before I actually left. Some of it was thinking, but a lot of what I had been doing and listening to and reading had led me to a place to be ready to go when I did go. I just needed the shove of being sick, of, you know, being burnt out, having adrenal fatigue, of being tired and being much more emotional than I normally would be. And I needed all of that, it seems, to make me actually do something. So one of the, I guess, final phases that I got to for myself was I finally started working with a coach. I did some courses, some training, and I made my extraction plan. So it wasn't an instant thing, but whilst I was in the zone of thinking about wanting to leave, I wasn't doing nothing either. Because the thing is, there's that question that that comes up about why do we wait it seems to be some kind of, you know, human instinct or something and I think also a perception of safety that when you're employed, it it tells you somehow that you're safe. There's the security of the income coming in and all those, those sorts of things. But I also think that there's potentially a sense of naivety also about how long things can actually take to happen especially if you are wanting to transition into doing your own thing. It takes a long time. Like I remember when I was first considering starting my own business and being told by many different people that, you know, actually 
Yes, it can be great, but it takes a long time. It takes a long time to build up a bank of clients. And I remember thinking, as I think most people do, thinking to myself, no, well, I'll be different. It won't take me that long. It won't be that hard. I'll have so much more flexibility and freedom with my time. And it's so funny to think back now and realize that that was exactly what I was thinking, even though you know people that knew better you know, told me it's going to take time. So I had the networking event and those conversations that really sort of sparked me to realize about this question of when is definitely something for you if you are considering some kind of career change at some point in the future, that question of when is definitely going to come up. So that's one thing that made me want to jump in and do this episode. But the other thing that happened this week was that I heard about two people, two people from very different parts of my life that passed away in the last week. Just out of the blue, all of a sudden, they're just gone. And that is a hard and fast reminder to me and I guess to anyone who has that happen to someone in their life. It's a reminder that life is short and your time is precious And that's why you want to make the most of the choices that you make. You want to be thinking about, you know, what is it that you are doing with your time and what you want to do with your time and how do you share the gift of your particular flavor of awesomeness with the world? Because that's all you have. You have this one precious life and the time that you have on this planet in this form. What do you want to be? What do you want to do in the time that you're here? And why would you waste any time doing something that drains you and depletes you or holds you back from your complete awesomeness? So my question for you is, what are you waiting for? If you are starting to question what's next for you work-wise, then that is a really, really good thing. It's a really good start to just start to question what might be next for you. The answer may not come as a complete perfect download from the universe the first time you ask yourself that question. And I think that's often why people avoid it is that if they don't know the answer quickly, they feel like it's wrong or, or it's too hard. But you actually don't have to know straight away and you will very rarely know all of the pieces of the puzzle straight away. As I said at at the networking event this week, like if you'd asked me 10 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, what I'd be doing now, there's no chance I would have described this work life that I have now. There's no chance. You also don't have to make any dramatic moves straight away, even if you've got that feeling of itchy feet or that there is something else that's an idea, a burning idea that you can't quite shake or something that you feel like you might want to do one day. In fact, I really recommend you not doing anything dramatic straight away. Just get started now by exploring, maybe researching clarifying some ideas and thoughts that are kicking around for you, some options so that you can get to a point where you do feel confident enough and ready enough to make whatever your next move is going to be. Because now is a great time for you to create a new beginning. The other thing, other conversation that I have had this week that really kind of contributed to this whole thing of when, the question of when, this magic question, 
was with a, a woman, an amazing, lovely, talented, passionate, creative woman who has returned to work after having a, a child and is seriously questioning how long she wants to stay in the industry that she's in and she's been in for a long time. Her life is changing now as a as a mother and what she used to find as acceptable as an expectation in the industry she works in is now in conflict with what she actually really wants to be doing with her time and her life and the the component of her life that she's happy for work to take up is shifting in her mind and the industry that she's in is not that flexible there's some theories being talked about about trying to get better at that but what's actually happening in the industry is not really that and so she has some ideas for something that she could do as her own thing, as the next evolution of her work life, something that would allow her to be the kind of person, be the kind of mother that she wants to be. And yet she's still staying and delaying and not actually doing anything to start to make it happen. She knows she's not that happy. She's looking for things to focus on to buy herself some time. And I know I've done that for myself, so I can't and I'm not judging her. But it makes me really curious because although she's doing what she can and the best that she can in the situation she's in at the moment, she's still staying and she's not actually doing anything yet to start to make a plan, to start to make this possible one day. So The question that kicks around for me is, what will have to happen for her to help her make the decision to actually do something about it? What exactly is she waiting for? And is that thing ever going to come? Or is that thing going to come and it's going to hit harder than she might want it to? And I, I guess it's made me remember my situation and made me question, why is it that we do that? We might know what it is that we want, something that we want to change. And sometimes we might even know something that we need to change. And sometimes we can know the options that are out there to actually help you. And yet you can still resist and just try and persist and keep pushing through. And I'm curious, is that because we're just being hard on ourselves is there some sort of unconscious message that it's just about you know just toughen up you can handle it push through oh my god that was me for such a long time and you know I have to admit that it still is sometimes there are so many things about my life and my way of working now that are so much better than they ever have been before the amount of flexibility and freedoms that I have now amazing But I still sometimes push myself too hard. Last week, I found out I have shingles. What the hell? Like, I have never had that before. And to be honest, I have been so well this year, physically well. I have been doing a lot of, I guess, good choices in terms of supporting my immune system and building my gut health. I have a fantastic naturopath that I work with. And all through winter, I... 
didn't get a single cold, no sniffle, no sore throat, nothing. Even with all the travel that I was doing, being around a lot of people that were sick, nothing. And then all of a sudden, bam, I've got shingles. So I have to look at that as feedback to me and question, what is it that I'm pushing too hard? What am I holding myself back from and what can I let go of to trust in myself more without having to work myself more? As a result of some of that reflection, I have invested in support for both my body. Uh, in I had a reflexology session, which was fantastic. And I love reflexology, but haven't had it for years or probably not years, but for a long time. I also had a Reiki session and that was a whole next level of great and fantastic. And I'm going to probably keep exploring more of that. And I've also invested in my business by investing in working with someone, hiring someone to help me do a lot of the back end things in my business. They're things that need to be done and they're things that can keep me busy, but busy just spinning wheels, but not actually doing important work. Because I have to realize that I can't do it all myself. And the reality is actually, I, I can, I could, I have been, but it's not me doing my best work. It's not me helping more people. It's not me stepping up. It's not me thriving physically, mentally, and emotionally. So I have to step up and invest in what I need in order to keep growing in the direction that I want to grow and have the sort of health and well-being that I also want to enjoy. And you know what? It's scary. Part of me is more than a little afraid about this investment. It's a significant investment. And I have had moments of questioning if it's the right call. Is it the right support? Is it the right person? And part of me is also, though, super excited about what this can mean and what this can open up for me. And so that's the call for you this week. What are you doing to support yourself for the long term, to set yourself up to create the kind of work life and holistic life that you want to have? How are you investing in yourself to move forward to create a sustainable and enjoyable work and life, whatever that looks like for you? You know, don't wait for an illness a tragedy or some other external event to make you do something different. It could be something small, but do something different. Choose it. Choose it for yourself and start today somehow. Don't delay. You know, there's that Mel Robbins thing about just counting down backwards from five and then do the thing, whatever the thing is. Now, right now, do something to commit to a future that is yours by design, not by default. Or if you are listening to this and you already feel like you're at that point, that you are burnt out, that you've got some kind of health issue or a personal situation going on that feels like this is the thing, this is the sign, this is a message for you about making some sort of change, then use it. 
Use that message. Use it as leverage to get something happening. Start to look at your options. Start to have conversations. Start to explore what you might want to work towards so you can start making a plan. You know, there's a reason that at the very end of my podcast, every single episode, it says what it says. I don't know if you listen all the way to the end. I don't know. but And at the risk of repeating myself, it says, create a future you will love through the choices you make today. There's another tree quote, actually, that's coming to mind. This one, I think, was uh, attributed to Warren Buffett, which is something along the lines of, you're sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. So if you feel like what you're doing for work right now is either not serving you well, is negatively impacting you in some way, or that there is something more that you are meant to be doing, then surprise yourself by saying, you know what, I'm done with that. I'm choosing something different. And accept that the right time for you to start making some kind of career change, some kind of change in your work life is right now. Because if not now, then when? So that is my hard and fast ranting episode for you. And I would love you to reach out. If there's something that you want to do, you want to bounce an idea to just get an external objective perspective on your situation, then email me. The email address is chandra at thetransitlounge.com. Email me your question, something you'd like help with or an introduction that might help you along the way because I would genuinely love to help you make your start today. So go on, email me. I dare you. <laughs> Have a great week. Thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.